focus on who is showing up to your 2021. Don't worry about the how. The how takes care of itself when the right version of you shows up. Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 150, your place for inspiration and the blueprint for success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest today, Coach Travis Robertson. Coach, welcome. Great to be with you guys, Mark. Hey, episode 150. This is our special uh, episode. Congratulations. I'm expecting a balloon drop and some confetti. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't know if the production crew's got that going, but uh, maybe we could work it in virtually. <laughs> We could, just uh, some computer animated uh, fireworks and stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, here we are in 2021, but, but before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you, uh, Don't Settle Coaching, and, and why you do what you do. Yeah, well, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm Travis Robertson, and I am the CEO and founder of Don't Settle Coaching, and we are really the industry's premier coaching program for real estate professionals, and our job, our goal is to radically transform and improve the lives and businesses of the the people in this industry and i i believe that so many people in real estate get into this business because they have big goals and big plans and big ideas of what they want they want to make more money they want to have more time more flexibility more freedom more fun in their business but the problem is they're not really sure how to run a business and how to generate leads, convert those leads, build a sales team, do the things that it actually takes to create a business around the practice of real estate. And so they may be really great real estate agents, but they struggle on the business component of it. So our job is to not teach them how to sell real estate, because if they don't know how to sell real estate, it's a different problem. Right. That's usually what the brokers and the leadership and their the managers are there for. Our job is to teach them how to build a business around the practice of real estate. And, and that's really what differentiates us from a lot of different companies is we don't approach this like real estate agents. We don't we don't think like real estate agents. We think like business owners and teach them how to do the same thing. And, and so my team and I, we've developed programs and strategies to very quickly transform their business through our high performance agent programs. So whether that's building a team or you know taking a, a solo business and rapidly scaling that up, we show them step by step how to do that. And we cut through all the noise, all the clutter, all the distractions that are out there to get them those those quick results. You know, I love it because one of the biggest things I see as a leader is not treating the business as a business. Now, this yeah. isn't your first appearance on the show and you may want to go back uh, for, for the audience uh, to the first episode where we talked about the five limiting beliefs. Uh, and in the, the next episode, uh, we talked about the barriers, some other things that hold people back. Mm -hmm. uh, but And today I'd like to get into belief stacking. But before we do that, what are you advising your clients as they enter into 2021? Is there anything new or different that, that you're coaching uh, your folks? Yeah, you know, I think the, the theme for 2021 is buckle up in a sense because we just don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know 
what the impact, I mean, we have some idea of what the impact of the presidential election is going to be. We have some idea of what the, the Senate elections might do to stuff. So there's some political stuff going on. There's some, you know, lockdown stuff still happening in a lot of different places in the country. And, and all we know is that it's in flux, that it's in change. And, and we know that entering into 2021, we're in a very interesting real estate market with inventory being extremely tight, demand being very high, prices are still on the rise, interest rates are still low, and we just don't know what's gonna change. And I think that the most important thing for people to focus on is that locus of control, the things that are inside of their control and just being ready to adapt and adjust to whatever the world or life or the government or markets or industries are gonna throw at you and, and I think that more than anything requires a huge focus on mental fortitude and resilience and mm. strength, not just being, uh, you know, strong, but anti-fragile. You know, I think so many people entered 2020 thinking they were strong in their mindset or strong in their, their uh, ability to adapt, but what they realized is they were pretty fragile. And, and 2020 broke a lot of people mentally, physically, emotionally. And what we want to do is we want to create an anti-fragility tool. We want to create a strength that, that goes beyond just like surviving, but actually thriving through the challenges and the adaptations that it's going to require in 2021. So do we know exactly what the market's going to look like? Hell no, nobody does. Right. But do we know that no matter what happens, the people who are able to adapt, who are able to be resourceful, who are able to be just decisively committed to their goals, they're always going to find a way to do what they need to do. And so our big focus is very much on, on how they're showing up, who they're showing up as, and, and how they're just going to adapt to, to the things that 2021 is going to throw at us. Yeah, I, and I love the hashtag anti-fragility. You know, and the other thing that comes to mind that, that, that I'm uh, calling the year is the year of grit, you know, the resiliency, yeah. the resolve. Now, one of the things that we do know, though, we're entering into the new year with about 22% less inventory than we had just yeah. a year ago. H how are you advising? What are the clients asking about uncovering hidden inventory? What what practices or approaches uh, are, are you coaching folks to, to go uncover uh, some inventory that may be uh, hidden out there? You know, and uh, this is such a great question, Mark. And so I'm actually going to ask you a question in follow-up to this and, and your your oh. members at this or your audience this as well, because I think this is really interesting. But mm -hmm. in your seat, Mark, I know that, that you see a lot of this. So let me ask you, how many of your agents are going on listing presentations but losing them? Uh, we're starting to measure that. And we've rolled out a new tool called JPAR SureSale that's mm -hmm. increased our capture rate of listing appointments because we can now offer, uh, we can sell the home traditionally, uh, mm -hmm. we can trade it or swap it just as easy as a car in a sense, trade this home yep. for that home. And we also have an iBuy program. So our yeah. percentage of listing captures has gone through the roof because it's we're now offering. Up, there's mm -hmm. still people that are going out and, and they're hearing from the potential seller, well, we're going to wait till spring or we're going to wait. We're not sure. We might have a hard time finding a place to live. You know, what happens if we sell our home, but we can't find a place where we're supposed to be? What are we supposed to do with our stuff? Do we have to rent? Are we going to be homeless? How many of your people are hearing those types of conversations? Yeah, qu qu quite a bit. Quite a bit. Right. And, and, and yes. And, and so here's what's really interesting. And here's what I, I, I did a, a training on this. I want to say about a month ago with our members. I said, 
we have less of an inventory problem and more of a belief problem. Because I said, how many of you are worried about those exact same things for your clients? And they all said, I am. And I said, so here's the problem. If you're going out into somebody's home and, and you're in a sense trying to get them to choose you to list their home, you're trying to get them to make a decision that yes, this is the right time to sell and yes, you are the right agent, but you're going in already thinking, holy crap, they're going to ask me, am I going to be homeless? How do I know I'm going to find a place to live? I don't even know if it's the right time to sell because I don't know if I can help them find something because inventory is so tight. They don't know how to answer these questions. They, Their own beliefs around the, it being the right time to sell suck. Got it. The agents don't even, so the agents are going in, yeah, no, I probably wouldn't sell either. Right. And so I, I see, and then why. you end up in this loop, right? You're ending up in this loop. So, so if I go into a presentation with the belief that it's a horrible time to sell because I don't know if I'm going to be able to find you a place to live in, oh my gosh, I'd feel so bad if my clients ended up homeless. And, and oh my gosh, what would happen if I couldn't find them a place to live? And I probably wouldn't sell right now either. I'd probably want to wait until it's a little bit, I can at least find something and, and maybe not have to write a contingent offer. Or, or maybe I'll only work with somebody who doesn't have to write a contingent offer. So there's all these beliefs that they're stepping into these meetings with and then they're walking out not getting the listing going see yeah. it's exactly what i thought was going to happen they weren't going to sell because they're they're too worried about being homeless and i can't say yeah. i blame them well and and so thanks for bringing that up and it brings to mind that we all need to be more connected with our networks and having yeah. more conversations uh, around people who may be thinking about buying and selling to uncover that uh, hidden inventory that could be in there yes more conversations yeah I think there's a lot more people that would sell if they just talk to an agent who is confident in it being the right time to sell. Yeah. And, and so what we ended up doing with it, you mentioned belief stacking. We ended up spending an entire training with our members as a group. And I was like, look, we're going to go through this. I, I can give you 50 reasons why now is a phenomenal time to be a seller. But the problem is you can't give me five. Right. Well, let's talk about belief stacking for a minute as it relates yeah. to the goals. Maybe not as it relates to this. Maybe it does. But but we know there's a couple of things is we set resolutions and goals for the new years that, that hold us back. And yeah. if, if one of the audience members is listening in and, and they've set a goal each year and then they give up by February, how, how yeah. would you coach them? What, what advice would you give them in a few short minutes? I think what's interesting, Mark, is I actually think they quit before they even started on the goal. I think they set the goal from the belief that they weren't actually going to achieve it. And I think this is where belief stacking comes in place because what happens is at the beginning of a year, we're like, oh, fresh start, new year, new me sort of thing. And and that's great. And it's it's awesome to have kind of a page turn where we say we get to go, hey, it's a blank slate. But every day is a blank slate. I get to make it what I'm going to make it. And I think what ends up happening is people set goals and the minute they set the goal or the second they set the goal, it might sound something like this, Mark, this is going to be the year. You're, you'll talk to agents in your office who are going to be like, Mark, this is going to be the year I sell 50 deals. Right. Now, granted, they ended last year at 18 and that's not a bad year necessarily, but they're like, okay, but this year I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to 50. And in the back of their mind, they immediately start going, 
well, yeah, but you've never done 50 before. I mean, last year you set a goal for 24 and you only hit 18. Maybe you should just set the goal at 24 and go for that because that would be the actual goal that you were supposed to hit last year. And you don't even know how you're going to get there. And, and truthfully, why do you think they're going to use you? What makes you think you're going to get 50 people to choose you when inventory is so tight? You can't even get a listing right now. The last 10 listing presentations you've gone on, you haven't gotten picked up a single listing. Nobody's selling right now. And I mean, you don't even know what the market's going to look like. And that's what's going through their head on loop. So they talk themselves out of the goal. They talk themselves out of it. And what they effectively have without even realizing it is what I call a belief stack. Mm -hmm. So they they actually have, they, they, they create the goal up at the top, if you will, but then they stack all the evidence below it of why it's not going to happen. Mm. So, so it's like a table, like this table I'm on here. If the legs want. of this table are weak, um, this table's going to fall. But if those legs of this right. table are built with oak, th then the table can be solid. It's and, and some people call it belief tables. I call it belief stacks because I just visualize things differently. But it is very much like a belief table in that sense where the, the goal or the belief, the thing that you want is the table top. Mm -hmm. Now, if what is holding that thing up is twigs mm -hmm. and sticks That's and twine and, and you're, you're like, I've got this big goal and you drop it on top, it's all going to collapse on itself. And, and so you've got to look at when I set the goal, am I then now allowing my subconscious to go through all the reasons why it's not going to happen? And am I doing anything to counteract that? So our, our, our brain is like an echo chamber. So what we have to do is we have to get it onto paper and black and white of all the reasons why that goal, that outcome, that thing that we want, whether it's to lose weight, make money, grow my business, whatever it is, why it's a foregone conclusion. And I have to create evidence as if I'm going to present in court exactly why this goal is a, is it's already done. Right. It's already and there. All I have to do now is go out and execute on it. Right. And I think I've heard you say it, it's really uh, a who problem versus a how problem, right? Who do I need right. to be to make those things happen? Well, and, and this is what ends up happening is people like if, take your typical New Year's resolution goal. Like this is going to be the year I see my abs, right? right. And that's what everybody says. Like Six max abs. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, okay, cool. And, and then what we immediately do is we go through all the things I have to do. I got to lose weight. I got to, you know, go to the gym. I got to exercise. I got to get up earlier. I got to eat better. I'm going to throw out all the junk food in the fridge and the, like, we all know what to do. And that's the problem. You can know what to do and still be fat. <laughs> right. So be you, don't have a, you don't have a how problem. You have a, you know, everybody's like, well, how do I do it? H-O-W, H-O-W. But it's not an H-O-W problem. It's a W-H-O problem. Because it's who keeps showing up to the goals. It's who keeps showing up to your day. It's who keeps showing up to your life that's been the problem. And if you don't fix who's showing up, you'll never do the things that you already know you should do. And that's why you've got to, why, why belief stacking or belief tables, whatever you want to call them, are so important because what you're starting to fix is the who. 
the person in your head, the person that's showing up, I'm shifting my beliefs around what's really possible, shifting my beliefs around what I'm really capable of. Then from that version of myself, almost creating, you know, Travis 2.0 or Mark 2.0 or Jane 2.0 or whatever it is. Right. If I, if, if Travis 2.0 shows up to the goals, it's a, it's a game changer. But if Travis 1.0 shows up, we're going to get 1.0 results. That's awesome. Well, if you want to hear more about belief stacking or talk to one of our career counselors, reach out to us at jparready.com or schedule a, a free consult with Travis and his team at jparcoaching.com. Well, Travis, thanks for joining us today for episode 150. Uh, oh, it was, thank you so much, Mark. It's always amazing to, to uh, pick your brain and, and, and get uh, th that knowledge out that helps so many all across the world. Well, um, it's an honor to be here and, and, and congratulations on 150 episodes. That's a big feat. And I don't know how many people realize that, but uh, hitting hitting 100 episodes in a podcast is a huge feat. 150, that's, that's next level. So congratulations, Mark. Well, thank you. Consistency is the name of the game. So any last words of wisdom before we wrap up? Focus on who is showing up to your 2021. Don't worry about the how. The how takes care of itself when the right version of you shows up. There you go. And until we see you on the next episode, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care. Mm -hmm.